With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nice move, Portis dimes inside. And the layup good by Luke Travers. This Bates, one more inside. Travers with the slam. Boy, good ball move. Shot clock down to five. Good defense by Travers. Moved his feet. But it didn't matter. Tough shot by Hutchins. Oh, Travers with an impressive move down the middle for the slam. He's got six. That's it. It's a final. Cleveland wins the NBA 2K24 Summer League Championship. Yes, welcome back to the show. Luke Travers doing well for Cleveland in the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. Of course, they won that Summer League. We've got Liam Santamaria on the show now. He's going to talk to us basketball generally. Liam is the general manager of NBL Next Star Recruitment, also an NBL commentator with ESPN. Liam, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Good to chat. Mate, um, Luke Travis doing well for Cleveland in the Summer League. Tell us about his performance over there. Yeah, really well. It was uh, it was fun to watch him out there. He he really looks the part as an NBA player. Luke Travis was drafted, of course, by the Cavaliers a couple of years ago, late in the second round. Uh, stashed back in Australia uh, with his team, the Perth Wildcats. Uh, he's made the, the, the move in free agency down in Melbourne United this off season and um and yeah was back with the Cavs at the summer league uh was a played a really important role in in that group and the success they had across the week they ended up winning the championship the summer league title uh yesterday not not that it's the be all and end all winning summer league but it speaks to the fact that the guys on that squad were were playing well and and Luke was was certainly part of that mix. Um, you know, he's he's long, he's athletic, he can handle the ball, he can play out of pick and roll, and you know, he's an he's an impact guy at the defensive end. So, there's after another good showing at summer league, if he comes back and and has a really outstanding NBL season with Melbourne United, um, he's put himself in you know every possible position to to get a call up to the Cavs and turn himself into an NBA player. I guess that was the question I was going to ask you. What what are the implications of this? There's no chance that they would say, okay, right, he's ready, we take him now. It's, he's still likely to play with Melbourne this NBL season. Yeah, that that's the state of play. They, they um, you know, they had a number of draft picks. They've got a, a, a recently, and they have um, kind of used up all of their two-way contracts for this season. There's three two-way contracts per team now in the NBA, and They've got three guys slotted into those spots. And that really feels like kind of the avenue for Luke. That was, you know, that was what uh, Jack White was on last season with Denver, and he's turned that into a fully rostered spot now in in Oklahoma City. And um, really, I think that that's kind of the, the next step for Luke. See if he can uh, get himself called up probably more so um, for next season, uh, put into one of those two-way Slot, so he would split his time between Cleveland's G League team and their and their senior NBA squad, and then kind of work his way up from there. But 
you know, all you can do is is put your best forward, your best foot forward on the floor when you get those opportunities. And two straight years at the NBA Summer League, he's done exactly that. Tell us about Ben Henschel, young Wildcats man, also doing some good things in America this week. Yeah, really savvy pickup by Danny Mills and John Rilly. Ben Henschel, Western Australian product, uh, who's been developing his game there at the Centre of Excellence in Canberra. And um, I watched him firsthand earlier this year, MVP of the Under-20 National Championships for Western Australia, really impressive tournament. And then again, um, just this past couple of weeks, over in Atlanta, representing the Centre of Excellence at the NBA Academy Games. And, yeah, he was the best player there. There's, there, you know, there's the guys there who are going to be NBA draft picks over the next couple of years. And, you know, they've got some growing and developing to do. But Ben Enchel is was further developed uh, in his game and in his mindset, his aggressive approach than any of those guys. And, you know, he was, you know, there were a lot of college coaches, 250 college coaches in attendance at that event. And a lot of them would say, man, Danny Mills has done a, done a really great job to pick that kid up. So exciting to see him for the Wildcats this season. And I think he's ready to step out and play some NBL minutes. So tell us about him as a player, Liam. What, what, what is he exactly? He's a, kind of a combo guard, but he's kind of trending more towards the point guard, I think, these days. And um, he's just an aggressive kind of in-your-face attacking defender, uh, long, athletic, uh, can shoot it, but can also attack off the bounce and get to the rim. Um, so he's got a lot of tools, and you know he's just. I think Wildcat fans are going to enjoy the fact that when he gets out there, it'll be limited minutes in this in this first season. But when he does get out there, he's going to get after it. He's going to get after it defensively, like they've you know they've loved from guys like Damian Martin and Mitch Norton over recent years. And then um, you know he's going to be aggressive offensively as well. So the sky's the limit for that kid, and as I said off the top, really savvy pickup by the Wildcats. Obviously, we love our Wildcats over here. Tell us about their team build and how you see them shaping up for the next season. Well, a couple of important pieces still to come um, for that squad that I think is going to be, you know, really crucial for how they go. I, you know, I like what they've what they've done so far. Of course, it's, it's all built around. Bryce Cotton. Um, they've got the Webster brothers that they feel like can go to another level this year. Um, and you know, Keanu Pinder was an outstanding pickup in free agency. You know, one of the real hot properties in free agency. Um, and, you know, a guy that I think Wildcat fans are going to love, another Western Australian kid. And uh, he's blown up in Cairns the last couple of years. He's going to come in and be, you know, outstanding kind of pick and roll lob thread. He's going to be all over the rim and uh, you know, hopefully he can continue his trajectory. Um, I like some of the other pickups they've got in the in the front court as well. We, you talked about the next stars um, in the introduction. They've got one of those in Alexander Saar as as a backup big, uh, big seven footer out of France. Who, you know, he's going to be an NBA player in the next couple of years. Um, and I like the pickup of David Aquera as well as a backup guy at the four spot um, out of Melbourne United. But They've got a couple more important pieces to sign a three and a four to slide into that starting lineup alongside some of those guys that are going to have a big say in terms of how that team goes this season. It's been some cackle that um, James Ennis might even be on the radar well into his 30s. Have you heard that? And is that viable? Wouldn't that be fun? 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, fond memories for for people. Well, right across the league, but specifically there, the Red Army, for what James Ennis was able to do in the in the black and red. Um, he's had a long and successful NBA career since then, and yeah, I, I have heard those rumours. I don't know anything more than anyone else in terms of how that that may or may not be developing, um, but. Geez, he would still be a highly productive player at you know in the NBL, and there'd be some real nostalgia and fun about him re-signing with the Wildcats. I would have thought. Yeah, and we might even get in the conversation going on between Scott Roth and Andrew Bogut at the moment about who's spending big in the uh, in the NBL and what that means. What do you make of that little tate uh, tate going on? Yeah, um, yeah, a little bit of a war of words. I mean, Scott Roth and. And those jack jumpers, they uh, they love being the under underdogs. You know, they they came in. They're the most recent team as far as an expansion's concerned. They've gone bang bang the, their first two years in terms of making the finals. But you know, those Taswegians have a bit of a chip on their shoulder being off the mainland, and they um, you know he plays that card really well. He plays it well for in terms of developing a, a culture and a mentality amongst his squad, amongst his fan base, and. You know, sometimes that puts a few noses out of joint amongst the the, the bigger uh, markets in the uh, on the mainland. But you know, as far as Scott Roth's concerned, so be it. You know, he's happy for to ruffle some feathers in that regard, as long as it kind of galvanises um, the state of Tasmania and and his squad around what they're trying to do. And it looks like he's kind of started very very early in preseason this year. Yep, it does. Um, who are the teams to beat? Do you think, Liam? Well, this far out, it's it's hard to say. But some teams have have done a good job in in free agency. Melbourne United, I think, you know, like bringing in Joe Lawala Chaw, Matthew Dalvadova coming back. Um, Shaili looks like he's ready to go again this season. Um, so I like Ariel Hook Porty back as their next star back from injury. I, I think they're going to be really, really good. Sydney, the two-time defending champs, have lost some key pieces, but they've re-signed the MVP from two years ago, brought him back from Europe, Jalen Adams. So, yeah, they've got a couple of pieces still to go, but they're going to be very good. And I actually think the Illawarra Hawks are going to have a real bounce-back season this year. Dead last last season, only won three games. But I really like what they've put together in in the off-season as well and, and and the way they've structured up their roster. So, look, a lot of water still to go under the bridge. We're going to need to see these teams in pre-season to get a real gauge. But, yeah, some teams have done some good work in terms of building out their rosters and, some, you know, some of those fan bases would be feeling pretty pretty positive ahead of the new season. So you're a jet at identifying young talent and where that is. Tell us about Rocco Zakarski. Is he the one, one of the standout youngsters uh, in the oh, NBL career? I'm excited about Rocco, Mark. Um, he's seven foot three, just turned seventeen. Uh, out of out of Queensland, he's been at the NBA Global Academy in Canberra. Like this guy, well and truly on NBA radars. Um, and he's a you know he's a big boy, but he's he's skilled. You know can really can really uh, catch it. Can operate in the low block. An outstanding rim protector, developing his ability to kind of step out and catch and shoot um, from from long range. But you know, he comes from great sporting stock. His mum was a champion Iron Woman. His dad, six foot ten, was a bronze medal winning swimmer for West Germany. 
And, uh, you know, Rocco, before turning to basketball, was an outstanding swimmer in his own right. So he's a real sports person and a great basketball talent. And he's going to play for the Brisbane Bullets this season as the next star. He's going to learn under Aaron Baines. Uh, he's going to be there for a couple of years at least. He's first draft eligible in 2025, but a, a really exciting Australian prospect moving forward. And speaking of exciting prospects, tell us about one of our own. Alex Condon has gone to play for the Florida Gators. He's also got a uh, Category B rookie contract with Collingwood, which is interesting. Mm. Um, how's he going? Well, he's he's a little bit under wraps right at the moment uh, over there in preparation for his you know his freshman season at, at Florida. So I haven't seen him on the floor since. Since that under-20 national championships earlier in the year, I was referring to with Ben Henschel, and he and Henschel teamed up and were a dynamic duo at that event. Um, and, yeah, speaking, but speaking with a lot of those college coaches I was with in Atlanta, there's, there's a, a real excitement about uh, Alex Condit, what type of college player he's going to be. Um, he possesses genuine NBA upside. So... What the future looks like for him is is going to be fascinating. Um, what kind of freshman season he has at, at Florida, I'm told he's going to be a part of the rotation there from, from day dot. And, um, you know, does he become an NBA player? Does he does he flip it up and, and, and get involved in, in AFL down the line at some stage? Uh, super talented, big kid. Um, and, you know, the, the sporting world is his oyster at this point. Speaking of super talented big kids, Victor Wembanyama. Tell us what we can look forward to from Victor, the number one draft pick with the San Antonio Spurs. What, did you did you watch any of him in Las Vegas recently? No, but I've had the producer raving about him for about the last half an hour, so I'm going home to look at him on YouTube. <laughs> oh man, I mean he's a generational talent, Wembanyama. If you if you um, you know, if you've ever had anything to do with the, the, the American sports hype machine, it has been in full throttle for Victor Wembanyama over the past sort of six, nine months. You know, just seven foot five guy out of France can do everything, can do everything on the floor, can handle it, can shoot from the perimeter, uh, can operate close to the basket, uh, blocks shots, slides his feet. You know, he's just a he's just an unbelievable talent. Uh, he stepped out at Summer League after being the, the first pick in the draft. Found a little tough in his first game, and everybody said, oh, he's a bastard, we should have known, and so on and so forth. And then he came out and he put on a show in his second game. 27 points, 10 rebounds. Was doing all the things that you know we've, we've seen him do in France over the last couple of years. And then the Spurs shut him down. Said, all right, that's enough. You can, um, you can just sort of uh, take it easy from here. So excited for, for his rookie season in the NBA. He's going to be must-watch TV. It's a cool landing spot, I think, in San Antonio. We know that they've had success with, with international guys over the journey, with Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili, a French guy in, in Tony Parker. And uh, he's going to play under one of the all-time great coaches in Greg Popovich. So he's, he's got a good situation. He's got plenty of expectation sitting on his shoulders. How he manages that is going to be interesting. Can he stay healthy? You know, we've seen a lot of big guys over the journey that have had have struggled in that regard. But if he can, if he can, if he can handle both of those things and stay on the floor, he is going to be a fun guy to watch over the next ten to fifteen years. 
Liam, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I feel like I know twice as much about basketball as I did when we started the conversation. <laughs> so we'll have to get you back on so we can so I can learn a little bit more. But thanks for joining us this morning. Cheers. No worries. Good to chat. Liam Santa Maria joining us on the show this morning talking about basketball. What do you think? If you have any thoughts on basketball or the Wildcats, you can have your say on the Temperate Bedshed text line on 0487 736 736 or you can give us a call on the open line on 13 12 55. This is Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA coming to you thanks to Isuzu Ute. You can live your own way in the Isuzu D-Max. We'll take a break.